For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. B-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. I didn't even touch. Hurts, beefing, first down, and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Eagles Unfiltered. Ed Kratz here with John McMullen. We are at uh, day 14 of Eagles training camp. Think about it. I have to. That's a lot of days, man. They're stacking the days, John. So are we. We're grinding. (laughs) But it's it's always fun when they practice against another team. And today, on Tuesday, we saw day two of the Eagles-Patriots joint practices. Uh, Wednesday, they will do walkthroughs, uh, and then Thursday night, they're going to play each other in a game. But um, today was an awesome day to watch because it was a lot of uh, red zone drills, 7-on-7 red zone and 11-on-11 red zone. And, uh, John, uh, what did you see? What did you hear? I saw the check down, King. Cam Newton checking down. Kayvon Wallace giving them the business. I, I saw another good day for the Eagles for the most part. I think they've... You know, we talk about competition here. I don't think the Patriots look at it quite the same way. They're trying to get their work in. We know Bill Belichick, how business-like he is. But if we're using Nick Sirianni, who's great in plays, when his you know, offense is going against his own defense, I, I would have to say the Eagles won both days. I think they got a, a lot of good work done. Defensively, as you mentioned, those seven-on-seven red zone drills aren't designed for the defense. They're really designed for the offense uh, to to sort of dominate and get their get their work in. The Eagles were still able to pick off uh, a couple passes. I know T.J. Edwards uh, got. I thought it was Mac Jones. You, I think you saw Cam Newton, yeah. so we might have screwed that up. But either way, T.J. intercepted somebody. Uh, Alex Singleton got Brian Hoyer later. And then offensively, saw a lot of good stuff from the young Eagles receivers. Jalen Rager had the catch of the summer. Well, he's got a new catch of the summer because <laughs> it was even better one-handed stab than his last yeah, one. Really good. Wes Watkins continues to play well. He broke a corner's ankles on, on one-on-one. He's just, you can tell how confident he's feeling in his game. And then, like a phoenix rising from the ashes, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. <laughs> Dominated. Yep. Dominated in the red zone. Is that too strong a word? No, it is not, actually. But listen, we saw J.J. Ortega-Whiteside dominate in his first two training camps. And then when the lights go on in the regular season, uh, he doesn't do anything. So, you know, we've seen, you know, we've heard this song before with J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Now, it is a different coaching staff. And I'll throw even one more thing in there. We haven't seen a lot from Travis Fulgham. Um, which is very interesting. And I think Eagles fans would go nuts if Fulgham gets cut, doesn't make this 53, and J.J. Ortega-Whiteside does. But listen, 
you know, if you look at the body of work, and I know, again, Ortega Whiteside always shines in August. He's Mr. August. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know. I don't know whether you can trust that or not when you're making this call at wide receiver between Fulgham and Ortega Whiteside, or if you just go ahead and keep them both. Yeah, I mean, I will say this. Uh, over, I would say, the last seven days, seven practices, so not total, but... If, if you didn't know who either player was, you didn't know the history of either player, Travis Fulgham versus J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, you'd say J.J. is a better player. I mean, Travis Fulgham has really struggled over the past week and, and some change here at training camp. Today was Joe John Williams, um, who's a big corner for the Patriots. The Patriots were struggling, except when Travis Fulgham was out there. And, you know, Big number 33 for the Patriots. Joe John was shutting them down mm-hmm. pretty consistently. Wasn't able to do that with J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Wasn't able to do it with Quez Watkins. Wasn't able to do it with Jalen Rager, even Greg Ward. Travis is struggling right now. Yeah, and, and that's why he's been kind of well-traveled through his career. Maybe he's had training camps <laughs> like this in the past. Uh, you know, he did have that five-game flurry last year, and uh, we talked about it. There might be some truth to what Doug said. In fact, there is some truth to what Doug said and why he didn't play him late is that, you know, maybe uh, Fulgham wasn't working as hard on his, you know, his practice habits, uh, you know, running his routes. And, you know, that that could be a concern, um, you know, but, but we'll see how it all plays out. But let, let's paint the scene. And, and the reason we really couldn't see if it was Newton or Jones that threw that interception to Edwards is, uh, the, both teams are working on s- field side by side, so you try to position yourself in between those two fields, and you know use you know put your head on a swivel like you're watching a tennis match. You're looking at the Eagles' offense on one field, then you switch your head over to the left, and you watch the Eagles' defense on the other field. So, you know sometimes you're not seeing every single snap as clearly as you'd like, but you're seeing enough. And I too like what the Eagles did today, no doubt about it. I thought they had a followed up day one with a very good day two. Um, you know, Zach Ertz had a touchdown catch, uh, continues to be one of the best players, in my opinion, in this camp, Zach Ertz. And Tyree Jackson. How about Tyree Jackson today made a – this was funny. He made a great catch in the back of the end zone, had to leave his feet, grabbed it, and came down, and it was a touchdown. And he got up and he spiked the ball like Rob Gronkowski in a Super Bowl or something. I mean, he just spiked that ball and it, you know, shot yeah. over to the Patriots' sidelines. Yeah. But, man, that was just – you know, it was great to see another. I think the most impressive play Tyree Jackson had didn't count yeah. because he just skied for another would have been touchdown pass, but they waved it off because he landed sort of on his back on the end line, the back of the end yeah. zone. Phenomenal catch, though. You could see the athleticism, see the size, all that got shaken up on that play. Yeah, though. It was well, a little he had bit the scary. wind knocked out of him. Yeah. I mean, that. And, you know, that one-two, that desire, I mean, we're talking about practice. And Tyree Jackson skied to make the catch, landed full square on his back, you know, knocked the wind out of me. It was right in front of me. You know, I, I would have, I probably would have died on that play if I would have landed <laughs> on my back like that. But he, you know, shook it off in a you know minute or so. He got to his feet and walked off. And a very vocal crowd today, too. It was pretty cool to see. A lot of, a lot of fans were really into it. A lot of applauding and a lot you know, of people there. A too. lot of people. I'm seeing people all over. The Mike Lombardi was there. He's close to Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we all know Mike is not the most popular person in Philadelphia because he, what he said about uh, uh, Doug Peterson back in the day. Mike McCoy was back for the Eagles and Nick Sirianni for a third straight day. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Sirianni mentioned to me in in, in the pre uh, practice 
press conference when I asked, I think about Jalen Rager, brought up Eddie Royal as a coaching yeah. intern who's been here uh, helping the receivers. And he's an ex-wide receiver with the Chargers and the Broncos. Um, Jay Glazer from Fox, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, the Patriots bring out sort of the, the big-time personalities. Uh, Jaws locally, Ron Jaworski was here. Um, a lot of people visiting today. Uh, Mike McCoy, they may as well just go ahead yeah. and hire him. Senior to, offensive I mean, analyst. I thought they were going to hire somebody in that role anyway. Yeah. Why not bring in Mike McCoy for that? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Nick Sirianni has a ton of respect for him. I've talked since the day they hired the Nick Sirianni. The one thing that didn't make sense is to have that veteran sounding board. Well, there he is, Mike McCoy. Let's yeah. make it official. He was even wearing Eagles colors today. The first couple of days, he you know had some mixed match, different colored clothing on, and today he's wearing an Eagles T-shirt and black shorts. I mean, he, he looked like he was a member of the staff, you know. So uh, it's interesting. I, I, they might be hiring him. Who knows? Uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that. But um, something else still to come today is the uh, cuts. You know, Nick Sirianni, I asked him about, you know, the cuts, and he says it's hard to do because one of their core values is is connecting, and now you're at, you know, you're cutting guys who have bled and sweated for you um, through the first couple weeks. But his message always is to them. And he said he talks to them individually. He talks to each guy that they let go. And his messaging is, is it, look, stay ready. You know the system. Um, you never know how a season will unfold, so be ready in case you get the call back. So, um, yeah, and I think uh, you know, injury-wise, I think we have to bring up a couple guys yeah. who have been having great camps, and that's Derek Barnett, who wasn't able to practice. Thought it was going to be a maintenance day because they were both out there. Javon Hargrave as well. Um, so it's not too serious. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on the field. But Derek has had a history of shoulder problems, so you got to bring up it is. It is a shoulder, and um, Javon Hargrave out as well. So uh, those are two additions, and I guess the the most positive news of all, and the biggest news of all, Devontae Smith back in team drills. Yeah, I'm a little surprised by that. Well, he, it looked like he was used more as a decoy. They didn't yeah. really even throw the ball to him. There were times he lined up on the right side of, of Jalen Hurts, and, and Hurts just went left with the pass. Yeah. Uh, and then the, on the Hurts touchdown, it looked like Smith ran an underneath route near the five, and Hurts kind of broke out across going the other way in the end zone. And I thought he was throwing to Smith, but there was Hurts right, wide open right in front of me. And Yeah, but, um, I, you know, the bigger news to me, though, is him being out there yeah. because, of, you know, they, you're right, they were ramping him up slowly. wasn't a part of things, really. They were using him as a decoy. But if there was any concern about his health, about his knee, they wouldn't be worried about using him as a decoy in a practice. So I think the positive part is that he's out there, that he's getting closer, and we still have plenty of time before September 12th in in Atlanta, and he's going to be a big part of that, and he needs to be on the field. Yeah, and we'll see if even, you know, even before Atlanta, we're talking Thursday night at the link when the Patriots uh, and Eagles tee it up again. Um, is he going to get any time? You know, Sirianni didn't say if he would. Devontae Smith's not sure. Uh, I'm not sure they want to risk contact at this point, and that was probably yeah, the reason for using him as a decoy. Yeah, I mean, I would I would probably sit him, maybe put him on the field just so we can get a taste of his first NFL game. Uh, but, again, don't really involve him and then wait until the Jets game. Give him another week to make sure that knee is sound. 
um, and, and then maybe give him some uh, opportunities to catch the ball. But uh, right now, that is good news, and you're, you're right about Barnett. It's a concern when you talk about his shoulder. He's had those injuries before in the past, um, so you hope that's not going to rise up. And Hargrave's injury, I think, was a foot. They're both listed as day-to-day. Um, you know, Hargrave had the injury last year. Um and now in camp and now he's got another one he was having a great camp i don't think it'll linger i mean you still have several weeks before you play um so they're just being cautious i think with those two guys yes yeah, and i think the good news where they were all in the field watching practice so if it's any kind of serious injury they're not going to let the guys be on the field um so i think that part is positive but anytime somebody gets added to the injury report and especially two starters because that's what Javon Hargrave and Derek Barnett are that's it's got to be mentioned uh it's got to be at least a little bit of a concern but you know back to the practice and and you know the the focus on red zone work and the seven on sevens and the team drills you know I've been talking about consistency with Jalen Hurts he was pretty consistent this is two good practices um back to back against a different team that's a positive sign as well. Yeah, and and um, I didn't notice Nelson Aguilar as much today either. Yesterday no. on Monday he had the big big practice day. Uh, I did kind of see a couple routes. He did score a touchdown, but he also uh, Darius, uh, Darius Slay had a really nice pass breakup against him uh, in the end zone on seven and seven. And those are tough for DBs, like John said. You know, they are slanted toward the receivers to get open. Yeah. And, and Slay hung with him and broke up a really nice ball to him. Um, but Aguilar wasn't as noticeable, even in the 11-on-11s. 11 uh, you know, he didn't show no. up. I'm not sure how many reps he was out there for. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see if he plays on Thursday night. I guess it would be his first time back in the link since he uh, left after the 2019 season. He played the Raiders last year. They didn't come here. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if he plays and, and how much he does. Jalen Mills. Very chippy again today. Yeah, I don't uh, think Jalen's happy about the Eagles not bringing him back. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I mean, you know, he's not going to admit that, but Jalen, anybody who knows him, was, you know, very open, very well-spoken, always willing to talk with us. Yesterday was a little bit shorter, you know. He, he wasn't uh, his usual talkative, gregarious self. Um, I don't think he's happy that this organization – uh, didn't uh, try to bring him back. I, I know he was uh, obviously very loyal to this organization, which turned him from a seventh-round pick, and he's, you know, starting in the Super Bowl, and he's making the, the move to safety, all the versatility. Um, you know, he got a nice little contract in New England. I'm sure he'll get over it, but I don't think he's happy with, with the Eagles as a whole, and that kind of showed up, whereas Nelson was more of, happy to be back and, and, and that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was a four-year, $24 million deal Mills got in New England. But it was funny because him and Mark and Michelle got into a nice shouting match. I don't, I couldn't really hear what they were saying, but they went back and forth for a while. And then a couple plays later, Quez Watkins made a great catch in front of Mills. And, uh, you know, Watkins comes out of it and says, you're too, bro, he shouts at Mills. Uh, so that was kind of a funny exchange. And Mills couldn't do anything. He just shook his head and just kept walking back to the to the line of scrimmage. So, um, listen, it was a fun day today. It's over now. The, the practices, these joint practices are over. Thursday night, the Eagles and, and uh, Patriots will start at 7.30, NBC 10. Uh, John McMullen and I will have you covered up until kickoff and after the game ends. And then next week, 
Well, first of all, Sunday night is the another open practice, public practice for fans at Lincoln Financial Field. And then the Eagles will practice next week with the New York Jets at Florham Park leading up to the uh, preseason finale on Friday, August 27th. So we'll be with you every step of the way. Please make sure you follow us at eaglemaven.com or uh, si.com slash NFL slash Eagles. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.